Hi guys, so I actually did a podcast episode the other day about breakups and like breakup 101 and I didn't upload it, I completely forgot, I left it as a draft and on like Spotify podcast if you leave something as a draft it actually disappears but I did like, I was getting ready in the morning for college and I did a whole talk through on um, my, I can't believe I just yawned. (laughs) The way this is so laid back. <laughs> but I just did a whole talk through on how, you know, like breakup 101, the things that I have learned, the things that I have taught myself. But I have seen a few more things and I just saw a video. I can't remember who it's by, but all creds go to the girl on her video. And it said, bad times create bad bitches, right? And then I just saw a TikTok video and it just really inspired me to talk on like no contact and going through a breakup and like, the best way to deal with it even when it's really hard my recent breakup has been like the most painful breakup I have ever been through I've only been through one before but um it definitely hurt a lot more this time than it did before like I said and I think the way I have dealt with it has been so much easier for me to cope and so much do you know what I mean like it's just worked out for me a lot better and I've detached from this person maybe you're not going for an actual breakup but maybe you've lost someone like a friend and anyway my point is is like grieving someone who is still alive is very very hard and I will always say it's one of the hardest things that anyone can do because you know that person's out there you know that person's living their life without you and you have all these memories in your head and you have all these great moments in your head and you know that they're out there living their life they're acting like they don't care and all of this stuff and it eats you up inside because you're grieving that person you want that person you want to do stuff with that person you want to talk to that person but like it's it's almost like do you know what I mean like when we when someone dies we know that there's nothing else we can do so when my dad died right I know that I, I've grieved him for so long and I still sometimes cry over him and I always will because it's my dad and that's what it's like when we lose a loved one. But I know that I can't, there's no physical way. Obviously we have like tarot cards and like I speak out, but I know my dad is listening and that's the thing. Spirits are always listening, especially loved ones. All you've got to do is flip and talk to them. Like I talk out to my dad and I know he sits there and he listens. But anyway, beyond the point, there's no physical way that I can sit here and have a face-to-face conversation with his human self. Do you know what I mean? Like he's he's not in this realm anymore. He's not in this world anymore. He's passed on. And I think that comes a certain point in grieving, even though it's really hard and it's almost worse because that person is no longer here and there's no way of contact but in a way it kind of helps us I believe because we eventually get to a point where we accept that there's nothing we can do physically to talk to that person and there's no way of contacting there's no way of having that face-to-face conversation with that spirit and they still show us signs and they still tell us that they're here and little things like that but that's the best thing about it like do you know what I mean? It helps us kind of with the pain. The pain never goes away. It just gets easier to handle, right? But it helps us because we know. When someone's alive and you physically know that it, you have no contact with this person, you can't reach out or you shouldn't reach out and it's driving you mental because you have all these memories and this person acts like they don't care. I feel like sometimes it can be harder because you have to teach yourself 
to restrain and you have to teach yourself to stop reaching out and you have to teach yourself like don't get me wrong I'm not saying one's easier than the other not at all like both of them are equally so flipping hard everything you go through is very very hard like that but I'm just saying like grieving someone who's alive is something that you can't explain the pain of unless you go through it and I think it's the same obviously with people dying but anyway so I used to think like I feel like we all go through a stage when we break up because I do it and it's like the bit where you want them back you can't believe it you don't want to accept it and that's the whole like denial stage like you know the seven stages of grief and it's like denial you don't want to accept that it's gone like you're gonna fight for it and fight for it and fight for it and you're gonna keep trying to get it back and you're gonna keep waiting for them to text you now the thing is we all go through that stage but how long it lasts depends on you so you could go through the stage and it could last a day it could last three days it could last three months it could last three years it could last however long do you know what I mean but that all depends on you and your kind of self-control I believe like in each like losing out on someone whether it's a friend a breakup I'm talking more breakup sense in this like conversation but even in either way it is such a self-control mindset you have to have like I think there has to be a point where you can try and try and try because this is what I did I tried to beg for this person back I begged and I begged because if you love someone and you have this feeling for someone and you don't want to let that person go of course you don't if you're happy in the relationship and you have memories and you can't really see a good reason or a proper reason in your terms of why you have to split up with this person then yeah in all means fight for it like I'm gonna say that rule one like don't be like oh I shouldn't fight for it like the worst thing that we do in this generation is act like we don't care and I cannot stand people that act like we don't care because it's so pointless because at the end of the day all you're gonna do is regret 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 the stuff that you pretended that you didn't care about like no don't be like that Go and fight for what you what you think. If it's worth fighting for, then fight for it. If you would want that person to fight for you, then you fight for them. And yeah, I get that. In all means, do it. Like, some people are like, oh, I don't want to chase them, but it's not. If you think that what you have, what you had, is genuinely, like, worth fighting for, go get it. Go and fight for it, right? But not for too long. You fight for it. And then you have to kind of come to your senses and take yourself back. So I'm going to give you a few examples from what I have been through. So in my terms, I fought for the relationship. As soon as it happened, as soon as the breakup happened, the day after, the day after that, the day after that, And then this person started to be really disrespectful towards me. And I think it's hard if that person is not disrespectful towards you or hasn't made you kind of feel a bit shit because I think because you've got such a nice version of them in your head, it's really hard to kind of accept and be like, oh, I've got to push that person away because you don't really want to. But if you're in like a state where that person is constantly disrespecting you, Like, you have to be the bigger person and cut it off. If that person is genuinely, not even if they're not disrespecting you, but if they are 100% sure and so, like, I don't want to do this anymore, like, you have to respect the other person. No matter how much it hurts you, no matter how much you want it, blah, 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 you have to respect that other person and you have to back off. But not even for them, but for you. Like, in this sense, be selfish because like you have to put yourself first you are grieving you're going through hurt you're going through pain especially if you are the one that has been broken up with like 
you are going through so many thoughts and emotions and yeah like get them back but make sure you like you cry out feel your emotions try and fight for it if they're willing to fight for it great see if you can build on that but if you can't then like again you have to have that kind of sense and that maturity about yourself to be able to go and identify situations that aren't working out in your favor even if that person says yeah like i guess we can fight for it but their actions are really lame really shitty like you you're not really back together you're just like talking again even if that cut it off because what are you gaining out of it like seriously what are you getting out of it this person has told you already once that they don't want you they don't want that so what are you fighting for because then i get it if like the first obviously you want to try okay fair enough a few days go past and that person has still not changed their mind what are you fighting for nothing steve Har- stephen harvey i think that's his name steve harvey I don't know but um he said something along the lines of don't let a man tell you twice that he doesn't want you why would you want to fight for someone and be with someone that doesn't want you like that just sounds so crazy like why would you pick someone that's not picking you like it just doesn't don't do it to yourself because it doesn't it doesn't make oh my speaker just turned off it doesn't make sense in any sort of realm at all So you have to learn and have that self-control and that self-wit about you. Sorry if you can hear me moving my phone. It's because I'm trying to find, like, a comfortable place to, like, have it. (laughs) But, yeah, you have to have that self-control about yourself to be, like, okay, like, clearly this is not going to work. Like, things cannot be one-sided. If you think you can do something one-sided, like, this is a reality check, you can't. Like, you just can't do that. It's nothing will ever work if it's one-sided. Both of you have to make an effort. And if that person is fully out of it, opted out of it, or even half-arsed it, it's not going to work. Unless they're putting 100% and you're putting 100%, it is not going to work. So, like, you have to have that, like, fucking reality check in your head. And you have to be like, look, what are you going to rather do? Waste months and months and months trying to beg for someone back who has repeatedly told you that they do not want you. Do you think they're going to be sat there staying loyal to you while you're begging for them back? No, they're going to be getting on with their life. All you're doing is annoying them. All you're doing is frustrating them. You have to sit there and you have to realise, like, okay, look, like, this person has told me how it is. Do you know what? Fuck them. Fuck them. If they do not want you, fuck them. If there is a valid reason, like, cheating or anything like that, yeah, fair enough. Cheating is gross. Like, do better. But if there is no valid reason that that person has broken up with you, fuck them and let them go. Do not beg anyone to stay in your life after you have already before and they have already been like nah let them go let them go okay let them walk out the door do not chase them after that do not text them after that do not try to be this whole like don't chase them because that's what they want they want the attention they want the oh i love you they thing is a lot of people after breakups love it when the other person is like still like mooching after them like checking all their stuff checking to see if they've seen all this stuff you need to learn to detach because the sooner you detach from the situation yeah it's all good like writing all these thousands and thousands of pages and looking at all their stuff looking at their reposts on tiktok looking at their likes looking at their followers and all of this looking if they've seen your story looking if they've done this done that unfollowed you unadded you all of this stuff yeah fair enough you want to see but you're keeping tabs that's not detaching just because you've removed them or not spoken to them in fucking two weeks three weeks nearly a month but you're still checking their stuff does not mean you are detached or you don't care about the situation you clearly care but that again is embarrassing because they're not they're not doing that and even if they are like that doesn't mean anything like 
they're probably checking to see if you're keeping tabs on them. And then the minute they know that you're keeping tabs on them, it's giving them the most, like, best boost in the world. Like, do you know what I mean? It's giving them the social boost of, wow, like, this person still cares about me because they're still checking all my stuff. Like, really? Do you want to be that person? No. You have to get rid of this person on everything. Just stop, cut them off. Now, the thing is with me is that I don't like to remove people straight away because I always have this thought in the back of my head, like, what if they come back? Like, what if they come back in a few days? Now, here's one thing I'm going to tell you, and I stand by this. They always come back, right? But don't use this as hope. Don't be like, oh, they're always going to come back, so I'm going to keep him on there just so that he can text me. Oh, they always come back, so I'm going to keep him following me. Or I'm going to keep following him when he doesn't follow me. Or I'm going to keep doing this and doing that and doing this just because he might come back. And if- no. Why are you doing that? Because, again, first of all, you're going to make the time longer. And second of all, you're only hurting yourself. Just because they say, oh, yeah, they are going to come back. They are going to. They always do. But I'm not saying they're going to come back and you're going to be together forever. No, no, no. They could come back and be still, a, like, a prick. Do you know what I mean? Like, they still could be a shit person but doesn't mean they're not going to come back because people always find out what they have lost once they have lose it. Like, no one ever understands. Like, people always realise what they lost when they lose it. And that's, like, the sad but reality of, you know, our generation. Like, that's just how it is. That's how life is. And you just have to be that type of person just to cut them off. Don't have that little bit of, like, yeah, well, obviously know in your head be like okay they're gonna come back but why are you gonna wait for that person because if you wait for that person and you get let down again you're just gonna feel so bad you've wasted all that time like it's just not worth it when all that time you could be investing into yourself putting into yourself putting energy into yourself improving your life studying doing all this stuff that could have made you feel so much better improved your life you could have met someone else in that time but because you've been waiting for someone And I'm not saying they're going to come back and they're going to come back fucking next week. No, they can come back in years. They can come back in flipping months and months and months. They can come back in two years, three years. Like, do you know what I mean? There's no time limit, but you spend them two years waiting for this person. Like, you've just wasted prime time of your life. On what? And then they come back and they're still as shit as before. Like, you're going to be so disappointed and so annoyed with yourself. Like, you have to learn to be the bigger person and be like, do you know what? No, like, why would you want to... I don't... Like, I get it in a way because I am going through a breakup right now. So it's not like I'm speaking out of the terms like I've never been through one. But I don't understand sometimes, like, why people wait for these people. Because I saw a TikTok earlier and it was this guy saying, oh, I'm not single, I'm going to wait for her to come back. Okay, so you're going to sit here waiting while she's going to go out healing herself because both people need to heal after a breakup even if that person did you wrong they still need to heal everyone has wounds to heal at the end of the day but she's gonna heal she's gonna go out with her friends she's gonna go pie and she's gonna be texting other people liking other people meeting other people that they may fancy meeting more friends creating more friends going to work going to college going to whatever school whatever and mingling with new people eventually like you're gonna go out that person's mind at some point like not totally forever like little things will always remind you of each other yeah that's fair enough but you're sat here and your mind is all on there your energy's all on that person you're always checking on their stuff always checking their social medias all of this stuff and that person is off living their life you're seeing all their stuff you're seeing how like well they're living and I do say social media is very very fake but you're seeing all this like great 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 posts and then you're feeling really shit inside because look this person's having a great time but the only person who's done that to you is yourself 
you have to be like the bigger person in the situation and be like do you know what yeah like I'm gonna let this go because you know they're going on they've 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 literally moved on so you have to move on and even if they do move on sometimes they realize like in time they're like shit like I really miss that person and then they start to come back or they maybe text you or they maybe say happy birthday like how have you been like all of that stuff and do you know what like when you maybe if you've both healed then maybe there's a place but often like it doesn't work for a reason sort of thing but you never know but don't wait for someone what's the point in waiting for someone or being like posting just to see if they can see it like it is so dumb because it's not going to change their mind waiting for them isn't going to change their mind if they have already told you they don't want you broken up with you for stupid reasons do you really think you're going to post something and they're gonna be like oh my god yeah I want that person back or you're gonna wait for them and they're gonna come crawling back to you okay what if they went out and they got with loads of people or slept with loads of people and then crawled back to you would you still want them and if you said yeah you really need to work on self-respect and that's not even a horrible thing to say but you really do if your self-respect is not high enough to understand that you deserve more than that then like there is no help in you until you understand that you are so much more than that you are worth so much more than that. You don't deserve that. You have to let that person go to move on. So once you have like kind of let that person go, like for me, the person in my mind had been like unfollowed me on Instagram, unfollowed me on TikTok. Um, I think, oh yeah, muted my stories on Snapchat, left my private stories and everything. So he's muted everything, unfollowed me and everything, unfollowed my prayer, like literally everything, Right but still kept me on Snapchat. Now, why did that person do that? Because it was easy way to get in contact with me. It's an easy way to text me when that person wants to talk to me. It's an easy way to, do you know what I mean? It's that easy way of getting back. And fair enough, sometimes in my head, I thought, you know, like, oh, it's a comfort having him there. You know, it's a comfort having that person there. I know, like, if I ever need to talk to that person, it's really quick and easy. Like, I can just send a quick text. But then I thought, no, like, what is the point in having this person, giving this person this type of access? They're just comfortable having that kind of tab on me. They're comfortable knowing that they can just text me whenever they want because it's easy for them. They didn't want to remove me on that when they have happily unfollowed me and everything else, muted my stories. What's the point in having me there if you're not going to say anything? I don't need you on there. We're not going to talk. You don't want anything to do with me. You've already unfollowed me on everything. So why are we keeping each other? We don't need to do that. So I removed that person. You don't need to see my stuff. You're not going to see it anyway. You've already muted it. So why do you need to be there? We're not going to talk. We're not going to break no contact. So why do you need to be there? That person does not need to be there. So I got rid of them. And that is what you really need to do. Even if they haven't unfollowed like them, maybe you're on good terms and you're not unfollowing each other. Do you know what? Fair enough. Like if you can get on with it and be the bigger person and just be like, yeah, you can still follow each other. Fair enough if you need to mute each other's stuff. Like he had to mute my stuff because he didn't want to see how I was doing. He actually told me that. That's fair enough. Like, I get that. If you've got to do that to move on, that's great. But do not hurt yourself. Because I was hurting myself having a tab on this person. Like, knowing that they're on there. But then I also realised that they're just giving themselves, like, this access to me. And they... I don't need that person to have that access to me. Because I don't want it. So I cut it off. For me. Right? As they've unfollowed me on stuff for them. But you just have to learn the give and take of it all, right? So once you've been able to do that, like, you have to move on. Like, spend the first 
one or two weeks crying now i was so in love with this relationship so head over heels with this person and the way the person treated me after the breakup was so like dis not disrespectful in like a really really horrible sense but the way they went about everything was vile like they were really twatty they were really cuntish and it was just horrible like they were not nice at all not the person i fell in love with and that was the hardest fucking thing to take in and understand ever because it broke me like how can you like be so in love with someone and never see the side of them and then all of a sudden the switch but i cried about it for one week one week and a half i'd say straight like not yeah pretty much every single day cried about it the first two to four days were the hardest then this person decided to disrespect like disrespect me when i went through the trying to get them backstage like trying to fight for it and there was no like big reason why we broke up or anything like that. And the person was just really horrible. And I, it just switched something inside of me because I will not let someone disrespect me while I am being so overly nice to you. If I am checking up on you every day, making sure family members check up on you, making sure that you're okay, telling you that if you need to speak to anyone, you can. And you're doing all that stuff for yourself, but I'm pouring into you. Like, no, I don't need that. Um... And I don't need that energy in my life. So you're going to leave. Like, that's simple as. Like, that's it. Nothing else to say. Nothing else to do. Like, it's gone. It's done. Sort of thing. So, that just flicks a switch in me. Because you have to learn to not be disrespectful. I can't speak. Disrespected. Stop feeling bad for yourself. Or stop feeling bad for other people. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, what are you ap- apologising for? Like, no, this person is actively doing you wrong and they are so aware of how they're treating you. And this is the thing. You think people are so naive and you think people are so like, oh, I didn't even know how I was treating you. Well, that's bullshit. Everyone knows how and is aware of how they're treating people. I'm sorry, but you do. Like... You understand by how someone reacts to you, how you are talking to that person, how you are treating that person. If someone is telling you actively that you are hurting that person, you are more than aware that you're hurting that person because they're telling you, they're speaking to you, they're communicating. So if you are not grown enough to be like, yeah, do you know what? Like, I need to sort myself out for this person to help this person, then you're just a shit person. In my opinion, I just think, like, if you cannot adapt to people, and even if that person has done you wrong, people that have done me wrong so bad in the past, I'm not horrible to them. I just don't have anything to do with them. Cut them off. Don't even know who they are. I don't talk about them. I don't look at their stuff. I don't care. They just go out of my life. Because I don't need that energy. Like, you don't need to be constantly bickering, all of that. No, we don't need that. But anyway, once you have kind of got to the bit where, like, you just cut them off and you get the boost. But don't just get a boost of motivation by watching something really good and all of this and then think, do you know what? No, start missing them again. And it's okay to miss them. Okay, remember this. It's okay to miss them. But more than often in, like, breakups, we always think of, like, the happy times and we tend to not think about all the shitty shitty times not all the time but most of the time people only think of like the good memories you had together and all the good things that you had with that person and blah blah blah. and that's all good and great but then you forget all the times that they disrespected you you forget all the times that that person didn't care you forgot all the times that that person actively knew how they were treating you and didn't care like you don't deserve that because there is someone out there who will treat you so well like they wouldn't even dream of doing that to you, right? So once you kind of get, and even if there wasn't many like bad parts, but you have to think like it didn't work out for a reason. And I genuinely stand by this. Everything happens for a reason. Whether you believe it or not, it does. Like, like 
you have gone through this for a reason and it's often to learn a lesson like think what can you take away from this and like what I said at the start bad times and hard times create bad bitches and it's true because you're going through this not because the universe is like yep let's make this person go for a really shit time but it's evolving you it's transforming you it's maturing you it's making you learn that you don't need you don't need anyone okay you only person you need is yourself the only person because that's the only person you have from start to finish in this life right you have yourself you look after yourself and you put yourself first because you only live once and if you want to have that level of self-respect where you can just crack on with things and be happy and not sit here and be because my first breakup and like this is not all just waffling like I this is from experience my first breakup I didn't get over it for six months and that was my easiest breakup out of the two because yeah I was heartbroken my first breakup but because I dealt with it so long and clings on to anything I could have and didn't want to accept it and all of this for so long six months those six months I could have been out doing things meeting people healing like having a great time with my friends but I didn't I had the shittest six months because I was waiting on this personal time they were constantly letting me down constantly making me cry because I was staying in contact with this person and it hurt me because the other person was going out living their life, doing whatever they wanted to do. This is exactly what I mean. But this time, I'm the one that's moved on really quick. Like, I don't know what the other person's doing and I don't care because why should I? If you're going to walk out on me, don't expect me to chase you. The door is wide open, wide, wide, wide open because I don't need anyone to tell me twice that they do not need me. And that's exactly how everyone else should be, okay? Because you are worth so much more than that than someone that can walk out so easily. You let them go. Because I guarantee, give them a few months and they realise, shit, like, I can't... This person was one one of a time thing. And then they do a 360 and they think, yeah, I actually do miss that person. And then they come back and they're like, oh, sorry, sorry, like, this happened. And fair enough, sometimes hear them out, sometimes don't. Like, that's on you, what you do then. But you have to have the knowledge inside to not go run back because that's embarrassing, like, if you run back after someone has treated you so bad, dropped you like that, didn't even give a fuck when they dropped you, walked away so uncaringly that they just literally did not care, they just got on with their life, and you run back to that person, then in their head, they know they can pick you up and drop you whenever they want, and you're gonna be in this continuous cycle like I was, and you can't be like that, you have to be the stronger person, no contact gets easier, okay, you may be struggling with it at first, and I get that, it is really hard, especially if you go from everyday talking to someone all the time to nothing, it is really hard, I still wake up now and miss the person, like, I was still sleeping with this person's jumper till literally night before last, and I chucked it away today, and his stuff that was still here, because it is a process. You can't force yourself to do everything so quick because then it hurts more. And this is the thing. If you don't heal properly, it will be an open wound forever, okay? You have to do it when you are ready to do it. Not whenever people say you are. You do it when you're ready to do it. So, like, I was ready to do it now. I still wake up some, t- some days and I really miss that person. I still see TikToks that remind me of that person and make me feel sad. But then I have to realise that, like, I did not deserve what had happened. And, like... I deserve better for myself and even that person said that to me too so that was all I needed to know and like life gets better it's a bad situation but not a bad life like you have to understand that like you are gonna meet so many more people that are so amazing so lovely so like full of life that love you so much 
But because you're wasting time clinging on to someone, and a version, this is why I always say, it's a version of someone that isn't here anymore. Because you're clinging on to that so much. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you are wasting so much time when you could have met someone and been so happy right now with that person, laughing with that person, FaceTiming that person. But because you spent so much energy on this other person who's already walked away and probably doing that with other people, like, you're missing out on all of your opportunities. You're only fucking up life for yourself. Like, you have to focus on yourself. Like, I know people are here and they come and go. That's what you have to learn. Like, people come and go. There's no, like, like, eternity, forever, like promises like people can promise that people can say that like of course they can of course of course of course however like you just have to get to a point with yourself where you just have to emotionally detach right let that person go bit by bit like I did I threw away some bits kept some fell asleep with some woke up missing that person unfriended them like muted their stuff too, chuck some more stuff away. Like, I've done it in bits and bits and bits. But also, keep him busy. Go out. Go on a walk. Even if you don't have friends to go out with, go on a walk. Find a hobby. Buy a colouring book. Put some music on. Happy music, not sad music. Or maybe if you need sad music to grieve it a bit. Yeah, but don't listen to that every single day and keep yourself stuck in this energy cycle of just shit stuff all the time. Find stuff to do. Talk to people. Reach out to people. Please understand that you only live once. Reach out to people you've never spoken to before. Maybe someone's liking your story. Text them. Be like, how are you? Like, what are you interested in? Reach out to people. Text people. Download apps where you can meet new people. Like, do little things like that. Obviously, be safe. Um, But do little things like that. Distract yourself. If that can help you, do it. Do whatever you can to make yourself not feel lonely. Because the minute you feel lonely, the minute you have nothing to do, the minute you have no one, is the minute your thoughts start to come in and the minute your thoughts start to overthink it. The more they do that, the more you start thinking of that person and you start thinking of all the good times again and you get sad and you miss them and you want to reach out and then maybe you do reach out and then you go in a constant cycle and they show you again that they don't want you or maybe they leave you undelivered or they open your message and don't reply. Like, imagine that. Then what? you're just going to feel even worse. And you're sending yourself back to square one. If you constantly keep yourself busy, it can be tiring, don't get me wrong, but, look, I'm laying here now, doing my podcast, like, texting people, watching a bit of TV, and then I'm going to go to sleep, and then go to college tomorrow, and all of this stuff, like... Oh, sorry, guys, I need to yawn. Because I'm constantly keeping myself busy. I'm going out with my friends on nights. We're meeting people, we're meeting new people, we're making new friends, like, we're making so many plans. Like, we've got so many plans for the, like, year. And just all this little stuff that we are planning and doing is so healthy because it's keeping us out of this cycle of thinking about this personal time when you sit inside again this is what I did in my first breakup I sat inside I didn't do anything didn't really reach out to many friends didn't go out much didn't do anything and it was the worst thing I did for myself because again six months it took me to stop crying over this person I'm not joking it was about every other day I was pouring my eyes out about this person for six months months because I wasn't helping myself I was making myself sit inside and being sad about this person and looking at all their stuff like you're just going to keep doing that to yourself you're going to keep going in a cycle and eventually it's just boring like why do you want to do that to yourself like yeah it's a habit okay break the habit break the habit sometimes it can take three to 21 days to break up a habit but once that 21 days is reached you'll feel so light you won't even care that they don't text you you won't even care but like stop 
looking for things, you know? Like, you have to keep yourself busy, do stuff, play games, watch streams, watch videos, watch YouTube, start a new series, go out on a walk, go out on a dog walk, maybe. Even buy a pet if you want to. Start reading. Like, maybe start doing TikTok, start doing social media. Oh, sorry. Start yeah making new friends maybe make plans for friends you haven't seen in a while even go out with family members like sisters brothers maybe go out with your mum for dinner go out with your dad like there's so much you could do try new makeup try new hairstyles buy some new clothes go to work like even if you don't like going to work or going to college or going to school do it because it keeps you busy it keeps you in the cycle of like distracting yourself is it everything's a distraction especially if you can't look at your phone like you're constantly doing something. So your mind is constantly distracted and taking in other things. That has been the one thing that has got me through this breakup so much. Is that I've been able to take in so much stuff that my mind is constantly distracted. So I don't think about it. I don't need to think about it. But even when I do sometimes, I'm fine with it. I'm absolutely fine about it. I don't care. And then other times when I think about it, I think, oh, yeah, I kind of miss it. But that's okay. That's normal. I, it's been two weeks for me. Two weeks, right? Or two weeks and a half. It'll be three weeks this Wednesday coming up, which is crazy. And do you know what? Like, time really does heal. That's the thing. Time, everything takes time. So you just have to remember that, okay? You just have to remember that you have to stay strong on yourself. Don't break no contact because you don't need to do that. <clears throat> you don't need to get closure. Them not wanting to talk to you. Oh, my gosh, I can't even speak. That person, think of it like this. There's a TikTok sound that's my number one breakup sound because it just kept me in check. It was like, um, if I want to talk to him, if he wants to talk to me, he will. If he doesn't, then I guess that's it. That's the end. Keep that in your head. Keep that in your head. If he wants to talk to you, he will. If he doesn't, then I guess that's it. That's the end. Right? Because if that person wants to sort it out with you, right there, right then, they will come back to you and they will sort it out. If they don't, you don't go chasing after that person because they are fully aware. They have a brain. They're mature enough to know that if they want something, they can go get it. So they don't want that. Hence why they haven't reached out. So you let them do that. You don't go running back. They don't want to talk to you. So you have to let it be. You will find someone else and stop thinking to yourself, oh, I'm never going to find someone like that. No, you're going to find someone even better. Someone that treats you so much nicer. Someone that actually appreciates you. All of this little stuff that would never make you feel like this after a breakup. If someone has acted like a prick, this is what I was saying on my girl's private story earlier. I was like, I cannot stand people that act horrible after a breakup. It really does my head in because it is so nasty. If you cannot be nice and mutual and like sometimes it is harder but even if you have to remove each other of everything but you can still be like oh like I wish you the best like always here if you need to talk like that kind of niceness is so lovely and just being like checking up maybe on each other for the first few days like you have to let that if that person is like that then fair enough like you cannot be bitter really like you have to just let that person go you're the only person hurting yourself which is the dumbest thing like they're not hurting you after a certain point when they are keeping their no contact if you're the one that's constantly breaking it constantly putting yourself back in a cycle blah 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 you're just hurting yourself there's a point where you obsess over something just because you don't have it. And it gets to a point where you just have to snap back into reality and think, what the fuck? Because in a few months' time, you're going to get down the line and think, oh my God, I wasted so much time. Because it's what I do and I regret it so much. Even though it has helped me. Because look, now I'm able to get over a breakup so much quicker and easier and in such a better, healthier way. But back then, I think, oh, I've wasted so much time and I could have been like, spending my young years like doing stuff that I find fun and enjoy. So it's really, like, important that you find the balance, like, 
do that do things for yourself now like dress up every day don't spend every day in your comfies crying and no makeup on get up put an outfit on that you like do your makeup do your hair go out by yourself if you need to go get a flipping coffee or a tea or a milkshake or something go get pizza go do something by yourself if you don't have any friends or go meet friends make plans with friends say look i'm going for a hard time right now guys like i'd really appreciate if we could all go out and do something or make some plans and, and do that find the people surround yourself with people like that that are there for you and want to help you and if you don't have that type of like friend group then go out and make them like no one is stopping you but yourself you're the only person restricting yourself from going out and doing these things it's all you everything comes from you like you are the creator in your reality, so it's your turn to go out there and do it, like, make that thing's reality, okay, I'm yawning, sorry guys, it's because it's, um, half ten, and my bedtime, <laughs> but anyway, like, you have to just get to a point, like, you don't need closure, because someone not wanting you, wanting you is already closure, okay, that's already, that should be enough, like, no, no answer is an answer, okay no answer is an answer do not do it to yourself do not hurt yourself even more by pushing yourself out and you're just you the only person you're hurting is yourself and I think it gets to a point where you have to realize like you are so much better and worth so much more than how these people have made you feel so don't do it to yourself recall your energy back you're a bad bitch, live your life, go out, make new friends, meet new people, like, I know some people are like, oh, I don't want to talk to anyone else, or be with anyone else after the breakup, or get with anyone else, that's fine, you don't have to force yourself to do that, but at the same time, like, you have to meet people, even if you don't want to anything serious, talk to people, like, all this stuff that you're putting off is because it's your brain's way of thinking, I'm not doing that in case they come back. And even if you're not thinking that, like, consciously, subconsciously, that's what you're doing. You're doing it because you think that person's going to come back. And guess what? They're not. Not right now. They're not. And I know you're going to be thinking, well, you just said that they always come back. But they do. But in months and months and months and years and years and years, they're not going to come back and be the perfect fucking person. I mean, I can't speak for everyone. They might come back and be improved and healed and you guys might meet in a few years' time and everything will be better. But why are you holding on to that? Because what if that doesn't happen? Then what? You just wasted all your years. Focus on you, work on you, love yourself, stop fiending for love in other people. You will never be happy and never have a successful relationship if you do not love yourself first. So I suggest you love yourself first, put all that energy that you want to put into this other person that's clearly told you that they don't want you and they want to have nothing to do with you and already getting on with their life. Cool, let them get on with their life. Let them realise what they have missed because they will always realise and they will always think shit like fuck this person, blah, blah, blah. You'll always be in that person's head. You let them go for you. For your peace of mind, you have to detach and you have to separate your feelings. So I mean, your heart and your head. Fair enough. If the breakup's raw and you want to fight for it, fight for it. But after that person has genuinely walked away for good, there is nothing else you can do. The situation's out of your control, whether you like it or not. So you just have to be that person and say, do you know what? Okay, cool. I don't want to be with someone that doesn't want me. I don't want to pick someone that doesn't pick me. Because it's embarrassing if you do. So you be the bigger person, you pack your shit up, and you go. You chuck their stuff out, and you pretend, even if it helps pretend that it never happened, then how? That's great. But don't push your feelings aside. Don't, don't distract yourself to a point where it's like you can't feel, and every time you think about it, you just do something. No. 
experience the emotions. It's okay to feel sad about things like that. It's okay to miss that person. Like, it was your person at some point. That person made you feel vulnerable. And that's the most beautiful thing about it. But loving someone is never a waste, okay? Loving someone is never a waste, okay? It's a lesson or an experience. One or the other. So you take Eva on the chest and you say, do you know what? Great, like there's going to be so many more people out there for me that I'm going to meet and like be in love with like you're young you're going through life like it's an experience it's okay that person is not be or end all you move on okay you have to do it for yourself and for your peace of mind